Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump things like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gloves, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Benz convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys keep deuces on the ride, Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. What up, what up, what up, Man, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up Tyler, people up in the Shad City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, sir. One and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. And this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760 is your number to participate. What's going on, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready, Sam? Yes, sir. All right. So... Today, as we get to Tuesday, uh, only a few couple days out to the restart, the reboot of the NBA uh, Orlando bubble season. We'll get to that here shortly. Uh, we've got uh, four more positive tests to be added to the list of the Florida Marlins. Um, as you heard, their season right now is kind of at a halt. We've got the Yankees and Philly game uh, suspended again. Uh, today and of course uh, Marlins won't be in action and uh, still uh, last night is uh, you know another day uh, on the diamond and surf around the league pass and watching a couple games still a lot of celebration a lot of uh, you know hand clapping hand bumping and all that uh, it's just that you know um, and, it, and it's in and it's just one of those things that we'll see, and it's it's hard. It's not just to pick on baseball, but yet still these athletes are a creature of habit. But uh, especially in that sport, it's it's kind of one of those things that you got to see that the players eventually get in that mind that we're operating under. We're all living under different circumstances. But uh, we'll see what baseball does. Manfred still sticks by their plan, uh, that their testing uh, plan is still good, and this is what they anticipated, and that it was set up to – uh, anticipate a, uh, a kind of outbreak. That's what he's saying. Also, uh, NFL, uh, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, we've got a total of 10 players that's opted out so far, and that list is growing. Patriots are up to six. Uh, a lot of people had a lot of people calling shenanigans on Bill. A lot of people calling shenanigans on Bill. A lot of people been a lot of people to. been hitting me saying that this is a uh, a TBT tank because of Trevor. 
Mm. A lot of people feel like Bill's like, hey, man, y'all stay home, man. We're going to play these rookies this year. They ain't put y'all in harm's way. We're trying to get Trevor anyway. But my tweet, <clears throat> Cam can't get a break. You know, oh, he goes he goes to New England and half the team leaving. Well, he's only filling the shoes of what's expected by any quarterback that plays under Bill that's going to sit there. Like, damn, I got um, killer Cam can't get a break. Like, y'all... And I, and I know I asked you, and we'll get to it. Would, they, would there be this many people leaving if Tom was still there? That's a good question. Um, I don't think, you know, we'll never know, uh, but I have no problem with diving into that. Okay. Now, back to your tweets or people saying about the conspiracy. Because you uh, felt like this thing. was an option anyway. I just felt that, you know, Patriots have the toughest schedule on paper out of all the NFL teams. They're tougher than Kansas City. It's tougher than anybody there. They've got the toughest schedule. Uh, but I, I would just sit there and say that I, from what I follow from the man's career, uh, who he's brought up under, um, I just don't believe um, in regards to its in Bill's nature uh, just to tank on a season or to tell guys to go. People have to realize Bill is a hard-nosed guy, uh, but Bill is a family guy and he loves his players, uh, even though he might not show it or express it a lot publicly through the media because of the way he is. So I just right. look at this as just telling the guys like, hey, you know, I'm. it's what you want to do. It's your call. You know, um, but now, for all of them it, at one time, I know McCourty was just on a radio well, they've show. They've got some big names. I mean, uh, to me, the one that the really big one is Which Hightower. One? Uh, he, Bill calls him Mr. February. Yeah. So that, that's a big one. You call, I mean, you call somebody Mr. February, that means you're showing up in Super Bowls. And I think the other one was uh, Patrick Chung, right? The yes, Chung is out. Yeah, and uh, I know McCourty has been uneasy about this the whole di- a whole way. I just think they've got the uh, they've got the, probably the biggest name so far uh, that's probably, you know, out of their six players that they're at, and they're leading the way. Uh, but there's going to be more to follow because the NFL, they have so many days to make this decision. Uh, the agreement of the how the COVID situation was going to be, the financial situation, that was signed on Friday or Saturday, I believe. So, therefore, I think they've got so many days after the agreement struck to make a decision whether you were going to opt in or opt out to play. And make no mistake about it, the guys, I mean, for whatever reason, <clears throat> and, and honestly, I don't, I, even for those conspiracy theories that say that Bill A, go and do that, I don't know if I buy that too because the guys that are making this decision, they are walking away from a lot of money in a regular season that they'll never be able to get back or make anywhere else. Well, you, you uh, now uh, hold on, keep in mind the NFL's list of um, guys that can still get reasons you can still get paid even if you opt out on that is, certain is, medical. Yeah, is, is a lot longer than a lot of other teams. But we're a talking lot, about uh, um, other leagues. But we're talking me. about yeah, then you qualify instead of $150,000, you qualify for like 350,000 plus some of your right, right, right. I, I don't they're 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 sacrificing pay for not they're not going to get their full salary. No, 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 like, you're not getting 100. Yeah, I, and I think that's a big like guys that are really making that decision uh, for one, financially they can, but all two, regardless where they're at currently right now financially, you got to think, unlike any other sport, to the NFL, your short, your shelf life is short. And with no guarantee contracts and stuff, these guys that are making this decision um, are probably not making it with that much ease because you got some guys there that are not comfortable, that don't believe in the NFL. And make no mistake about it, this, like the deal was signed on 
Friday, and they had so many days. But keep in mind, you heard a couple uh, Patriots players. But don't think the news and the, the situation with the Florida Marlins didn't play into this. Absolutely. And the yeah. NFL, some of these players' and, decision, too, because the way they look at it, I mean, these are the two sports, even though I will say, and that's what I said yesterday, kind of before we rush to how MLB is handling theirs, I would say also, you know, MLB plays every day. They travel every day. I mean, NFL is once a week. I mean, you're playing once a week. There is a difference in that in regards to how much you can get exposed to compared to what baseball players hopping out of planes. But just due to the fact of seeing that within three days or four days of their season uh, to sit there and have a team pretty much lose 12 to 14 guys, I'm pretty sure some guys that you make a de- that you hear in the NFL that make a decision within the next 24, 48 hours will play into that. But that's a big sacrifice I believe that they're making. I think also some of the guys in their whatever league have seen either someone close to them or someone they really know go through it. That's another You know what point. I mean? Like there's a lot of us that still don't know anybody personally that's lost a life or nobody know, know somebody that almost lost their life. But when it hits close to home, you take it way more serious than somebody that's just like, you know, kind of nonchalant about it. Because they have no one close to them has come close to dying or God forbid died, so I think no, that plays in it uh, as well. That's definitely a part. I I think could be a factor, but I just think in NFL these guys, it's not easy for them in the decision because you got guys that still don't feel comfortable, that still don't feel trust in an NFL policy, and you got some of those guys that are risking it, that's opting in because they know, look, I'm not going to get a chance to make that money True. anywhere else again. This could be my last year to play. This could be this and that. And, you know, whether it's $3.6 million, $4 million, $5, whatever you're getting, um, you know, you're that that's a tough decision. I mean, because honestly, at this point where we're at, there's more guys already than even I would have thought there would have been uh, this early, especially some of the I, names. I, I, I just, to me, it just hit more home, but it was so many from the Pats. That Then that's why. And no one, everyone thinks Bill Belichick's a cheater anyway. Everyone thinks Bill Belichick always finds a loophole. So regardless if it's legit or not, like these guys are, you know, legit, like, you know, nervous, that's that's the perception around Bill Belichick. And that's just one. He, he That's just the perception he's going to have to hold because he's been caught with his hand in the cookie jar a couple times. And if it works out that way, whether it was his intention to do it, I mean, that's the way the, the cookie crumbles. I mean, if, if, if they get out to uh, – you know, a slow start just because of the skill level or missing guys, and they happen to go through, you know, 60. Because there's a lot of anonymous GMs that are, you know, talking that haven't put their name on it. But they're, you know, you got some people, a good chunk of people that's in the office just feel like, look, the magic number we got going around in the GM pool is about 12 games. You got some people just feel there's no way they're getting in 16 games. Uh, 12 is probably where the number is. They Some people want the commissioner to come out and just say, like, why aren't we just doing division games? Or why don't we just shoot for 12? But you got a lot of skeptics. So if it works out to the fact that Pats get off to a slow start and they've got their key guys on, uh, you know, and it works out, they get, get in that top range of picks, and that's the way it works out. Because I told you, Pats have a lot of money in the cap after this season. And, you know, they got still got a lot of picks. Yeah, I think they'll have like a hundred million dollars in cap space after this, after coming in this season. So you couple that maybe with the top three pick. But again, as you alluded to open the segment, you, you got it for though. I will just tell those people that think that's the case and who knows, but I just doubt it because I look at the evidence. It's a lot of money leaving on the table. You, you look at 
the people that are involved. You look at Cam Newton. He's not in a position. I mean, I don't. Cam's not looking at this. I think as his heart is staying on that he's going to be the long term answer in right. New England. If right. it works out that way and he stays for five years, for great. But I think Cam is looking like this: that I've got a chance to get one more decent, good contract, and I got to put film. You're not going to buy. You're not going to convince me that Cam's going to be in to just basically. You know, going well, that I've told you about the thing with the competitiveness with Josh and 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 Bill. I uh, and and keep in mind, Bill is on record, and people close to him know he wants to get to that shoe record. He wants to get shoe. Uh, no, 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 absolutely. And you, we saw with the Dolphins, you don't going out and losing games on purpose. The way that the way tanking goes in the NFL is you play a bunch of rookies, a bunch of young guys. you play a bunch of young guys, and you end up losing a lot of close games, which is what happened with the Dolphins. They ended up with the guy that you said they were going to get for two years on the show. You said they were going to Tua. So that's more of the thing. But I said it's just because people don't trust Bill Belichick more than it is any research into really being like, okay, Bill called up the team and was like, hey, if you don't want to play, don't play. I ain't tripping. Well, I've seen those same people that say that if they get uh, the number one pick Trevor Lawrence, they're just not watching football no more. It's not <laughs> fair. Well, I mean, it goes it, it goes yeah. hand in hand because I figure like – But no, Cam trying them, to go out and win and put put out good game tape for I sure. I mean, I'll be looking. I mean, most of these guys are defensive guys so far with the Patriots, as, yeah. as I can look at it. Uh, so we'll get into that. We've got some Dallas news as well, too. NBA, your Spurs are in action another hour against Indiana Pacers in their final preseason game uh, before they get up and going over the weekend. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. They have their newest location now open in Alamo Ranch. You have a drive through at that location. Also, they still have their Leon Springs location as well. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... Um, so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, we'll get into more of that question uh, about Tom Brady. We got some Cowboys news. Uh, you've got an interested head scratching uh, opinion on Dak uh, that I want to talk about. Um, but let's kind of start. Well, you know, yesterday we didn't get a chance to talk too much. And like I said, we're two days out from the NBA resuming their Thursday season night, baby. Yeah. That's never thought or didn't know we'd get to this point, but we're only a few days out for some meaningful games and sports besides what we got going on with baseball. But one of the things we didn't touch on yesterday that I wanted to bring up, we ran out of time, but I definitely brought up Thursday, but I guess it's now it's going to be official What's that that, uh, that the Knicks are going to be naming Tom Thibodeau uh, the head coach. Yeah, let me find those quotes. And what were um, your thoughts? What are your thoughts well, on Thibodeau getting the I, I just thought for one, it's there's two things with me. Uh, one, I just think it's not a good fit. I mean, yes, I understand the Knicks haven't had a true uh, culture like uh, Tom has that that adjective attached to him. He's a good culture builder. 
but I think that there's a there's some other coaches and younger coaches that have a different style of approach and um, a different style of approach. You're probably a better, a little bit success-wise with younger type of players and having a young team, which the Knicks have right now. That's number one. And number two, I just feel the way that it, it ended in Minnesota with the Jimmy Butler situation and the way he had two years there and things didn't get going. Um, and that team, I believe, was getting ready to turn the corner uh, toward that last end of the season before he took over. I just feel like how many chances are you? I mean, you're going to get. I mean, he's you know he got his name to fame for being on the bench with Doc Rivers uh, during the Boston championship runs, uh, being the defensive quote unquote mind. But I just think that Tom is very rigid, and I just feel like he's getting he's another retread that's over a lot of different other coaches. Like I brought up uh, Sam Cassell. I brought up a lot of different coaches that I felt. You know, that for one hasn't even got a shot yet. But if you look at some of the other coaches that haven't got another shot and we talked about it and it's definitely personal with Mark Jackson, stuff like that. But we, it's either angle with me, but I just think for more, it's just not a good fit for the Knicks to where they're well, because at. They're young. Cause they're young and he's just, he's rigid. I mean, like, you know, Minnesota was built. Uh, the T Wolves a few years ago to be that team up and coming and running. I never forget during the 70 win season that Golden State got, uh, I believe like toward the end of the season, you know, the T Wolves were one of the teams that went in there and beat them in Oracle and they, the style of play that they have. And then they made that hire in the offseason hiring Tib. And then it, it is, then he started trying to put the band back together. Let me go get Todd Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Let me go it get It looked Rose. like the Bulls West. Let me go get this. It I mean, Bulls it's, West. it's just not, it, the Knicks, I mean, I would have liked to see them stay the course, even to, you know, pursue Jason Kidd or, or give somebody, I mean, it just doesn't make, it, it doesn't make any sense, man. I'm not for him to get another gig this soon. Yeah. David West, former Spur, former New Orleans, what were they? Hornet when he was there. Yeah. Former Golden State Warrior. He had a series of tweets yesterday about uh, Thibodeau. I'm not sure when they crossed paths. I can't remember why. When they, he was on the team. I'm pretty sure he was on one of those teams. I don't know why, maybe not, or maybe it's just what the guys talk about. Through his the tweets were the first was, um, well, we'll just start at the top. Uh, Ty Lu has Ty Lu been given another shot at leading a team? Patrick, you ain't got a shot at an NBA job yet, or did I miss that? How many opportunities has Mark Jackson gotten? I feel for the young players whose development will stagnate, but they will be blamed for not working hard. Man, how many times can you fail up? How many times can you fail as a black head coach? Hmm. Yeah, well, there's some truth to that. But like I said, even if you're sitting there uh, rolling your eyes at that comment for from um, – you know, Wes saying, here we go again, the black card, all that. I'd take that and fine. Even though I think there's some credit to what he's saying, but take that out of the way equation. It's just the fact that he, like, um, you know, I don't know about the failure part that Wes is saying. I mean, because there's been some success uh, at from Tibbs at certain spots, but I just think that he's still living off of uh, being under Doc Rivers through the Boston era. And also technically mm. he was part, even though Paxson's in the front, all, he was part of kind of... Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Our Redfin agent's full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. 
I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Like that Bulls glimpse of Derrick Rose in his rookie year and Keep all that, it, that I mean, glimpse they, of that. They, he has a couple but, trips to the finals, if not for that dude named LeBron. Because when they were with the Bulls, when they were with the Bulls, they lost to LeBron, I think, I want to say twice. But I just don't know where the NBA's going and the direction the NBA's going. I just don't know why you would want Tib to come in there with some young cats. And not only that, you got a shot uh, with with the ping-pongs and where you end up at maybe trying to get the dream pick in Melo. Even if it's not Melo, it's going to be another young type of player, and it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense with Tib. I mean, you've always said on the show it's the same thing. You know, it's kind of almost a reverse thing. Like you said, hey, will you give this horrible the rookie out of that they got Chicago to replace yeah, That Tibbs. ain't working It either. was like, hey, man, you know, you, you hire him, but you give him these vets. Why not young? Well, it's right. reverse in this. Like you drafted, you have this youth movement, and I think the only thing is that they're buying too much into, well, this culture. He's a culture fixer. He gives them stability. And did you hear what George Carl said? George Carl came out. He said, look, man, the way – and he was doing a, a podcast or an interview with some sports saying George Carl said, look, let me tell you this. He goes, I know this is not a thing to kind of say, uh, you know, when you're kind of the fraternity in the NBA. He goes, but the New York Knicks could go out and get Popovich if they wanted. They could go get Steve Kerr. And they, well, he goes, as long as Dolan owes that team, ain't nobody turning nothing around. He said they can go get Greg Popovich if they want to or Steve Kerr. He goes, bring Phil Jackson out. It don't matter. As long as Dolan owns that team, they're not turning anything around. Wow. So he goes, and he goes, it's not even that I don't think Thibodeau. He goes, this ain't about Thibodeau not being a good coach. Or I don't think Tibbs good. He goes, but I just don't think anybody as long as Dolan owns that team. So, and then when you got ex coaches and stuff saying that, you know, you've heard the fans, the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, the New York media call for Dolan to really have to sell that team or get out of it. When you hear somebody that's been in the trenches like George Carl, that was kind of eyebrow raising for me too. But yeah. we'll see how we'll see how it goes. But he's supposed to be named here, and I think it's a five year deal too. I think it's a five year contract. But uh, that Mark that Mark Jackson stuff is that that's a that's deeply that, rooted. That, yeah, that's that's kind of one of those. Um, he's, not gonna he's let gotten him a in the he's gotten a bad rap, but he's tough to work with. Didn't some go on with some type of Golden yeah. State about some comments and about some some uh, unappropriate con- comments toward the gay community yes. or something like that? Yes. And they got a GM up and there, then, like he may help let make forcing the team to let his wife sing the national anthem, things like that. Wow, he did that. Yeah. I didn't hear about that yeah. one. And also, Deland is playing, so him and Curry can go shoot golf all the time before they go to a church sermon or whatever. Right. Seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. 
Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King, they have a variety of different flavor smoothies. Also, you want to try their immune builders as well, too. Keep your immune system up and healthy at this time. Also, uh, they have a location um, in the medical center well as well, too. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the sports grind. Um. All right, so yeah, that's my thoughts on uh, Tibbs. So we'll see how it shakes out once he gets uh, once he gets going around next year. We'll see how it plays out. Um, the Spurs are uh, in action here the next twenty five minutes got? against the Pacers. Pacers. Uh, they're zero and two so far. Uh, there's a couple of teams <gasps> oh, that are zero and two in the bubble. <laughs> um, this is going to be their last one before they open up with Sacramento. Um, what are we looking for? What are we? I mean, what are we, what's what? I mean, what are we looking for? Because if we're if if the expectations oh, are really dumbed down, which Pop has kind of set that tone. I mean, you got a couple vets saying the right thing. Um, then really, it's going to be about these eight games that they're promises, just really to figure out uh, whether Pop's here, whether he's gone, whether it's Becky. I just feel in the next eight games, I've had a week or so to think about this, and I think it needs to really come down is that we've got to identify really truly who are the couple, who are the two or three players that we're really going to be build around that's going to be the Spurs. For the you know, I'm with you and Jazz with this tournament. Don't get me wrong. I do feel like what Kenny said, you know, who knows, maybe someone uh-huh. it's going to be tough for the Spurs to come out from – 10, 11, 12, whatever they are, but I'm with you and Jazz. Like, you know, I just want to see the young guys get to play in playoff-like situations for eight games because every game matters. You know, they haven't really gotten that opportunity. So, and when I say them, speaking of DeJounte, speaking of Lonnie, speaking of um, Derek White, possibly Keldon and Luka, I'm, 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 I'm on the fence on them. If I see them a lot, that's, that's a bonus. If not, I get it. That's just who Pop is, but... I really want to see Lonnie. The foundation right now is Lonnie, DeJounte, and Derek. So I just want to see them get to play up and and some because a few of those games are playing against guys that are playing against teams that are vying for position. So that's that's what I'm looking for. And if they you know they pull a rabbit out of the hat out of the top hat, hats off to them. Golf clap. But that's that's what I'm looking for. I was you know screw this last preseason game. We I mean we saw LeBron and Anthony not playing. But just for these eight games, the core, the foundation, getting playoff-like experience. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and if you do that, then in result, you get to answer my question about who are going to be the young guys that's really going to be with. It's going to be those three, and then Luca and Keldon. That's as far as youth, Mm -hmm. as far as the youth movement goes. I'm not discrediting um, Demar and Rudy Gay and. Bianca Portal and Brent Forbes I'm, I'm Patty Mills. I'm not those guys matter to me. I'm just talking about we talking about the foundation is those five guys. Over the next three years it's gonna be about those five guys. You wouldn't put you wouldn't put Brent Forbes in there? I don't know if Brent I don't know if Brent is gonna be here. You, but you, okay. I know you felt like Brand is kind of like a patty guy, right? It's a guy that yeah, the Spurs I, gonna I, hold. I, I'd be surprised. I feel like Brand Brand is falling it's, under that that Corey Joseph thing for me. And somebody he is that, up for contract yeah. after this season. Brent was like a Corey Joseph guy to me. Somebody that Pop really likes, but also RC also, Pop and RC like, but he's also not a guy that they're going to keep around and not be able to sign up the real core as far as I'm concerned. Okay. 
That's my opinion, though. Brand might be here you, 10 years. Who you, knows? You, I mean, that's you probably get a lot of people to agree with you on that. I just feel that it's going to be very interesting. On It's going to be a very interesting offseason for this organization, and it's going to be a very interesting on what kind of product they can put it together at eight games. Like I said, I really don't have them as one of the teams – to uh, fall under Kenny Smith's category because I just – and the only reason why I say that is just because they didn't show me anything really in a true identity before the season – when the season was halted. And I didn't see them make it up four and a half games. And this is is before, you know, you have a situation like the Pelicans looking how they look now without Zion. I mean, you know, and Zion is a different player now than even when he was when it stopped because he's in better shape. He's trimmed down, and according to, uh, you know, Gentry, his his father, and I mean, they they really went back to the old school and the basics and worked on his game during this four-month stoppage. So you have teams like that. You have teams like, uh, you know, Sacramento that, uh, you know, they're a young team, but in time, you know, with this four months off, did it mature some of theirs guys? I don't know what Darren Fox's situation is. Are you going to play or what with the ankle? But you got teams like that, and those are the teams that they would be looking to overcome. So I think really it should just be when we leave these eight games and if that's all they get to play, like you said, I didn't identifying those three or four guys that's going to be here regardless of who's coaching and who's not? Because that's important. Because you gotta have. You don't have a foundation to build from. You're gonna be in no man's well, land. Well, Zion is back, and considering he got tested every day, he's. I'm pretty sure he plays Thursday. Okay. I'm pretty sure he plays Thursday. I know he got back like four days ago. Want to say around four days ago. So if he was tested every day like they had reported he was, then he just has to quarantine for the four days. So hopefully, because the NBA, they based their schedule around this guy when we first started the original season and he wasn't playing. Remember how many uh, national televised games the Pelicans had that we didn't see Zion? And they they did the home, the the season opener in, in the bubble with him in mind. So hopefully he'll get to play. I'm pretty sure he'll get to play. And it's no, it's no mistake that he got back in time to quarantine for four days, be able to get a practice day in tomorrow. And be able to get ready for shoot around Thursday and get ready to play Thursday night. So and, I'm hoping Zion plays Thursday night. Look, it's looking like he will. And you know, well, that that's true. I mean, if they, I mean, because you kind of let me know that there, you let the listeners know that he was actually, uh, you know, being tested all those uh, days. And now that you will see that now that things are about to resume, you would think that he'd be ready to go if he's as long as he stayed you know, a negative test. And speaking of back, you say Lou Williams. Um, yeah, he's back know. starting his quarantine. He probably, he's going to have to miss the first two games, though, regardless. He's going to miss their first two games. But Lou Lou is back. He, I'll, We'll talk about him when we get back about Lou. Because yeah, I think we, I thought we, I think, I think. You said you thought I, I was you, too I hard. I think you went a little too hard on Lou. Yeah, and I was going to explain that. I'll right. defend that. We'll right. get to that when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Don't forget, they'll be moving to their new location here coming up in August. I'll give you more details on that soon. Address, location, what to expect. Talked about it briefly last week, so I'll keep you posted on that. Um, Did you okay. see the latest versus battle coming up August 5th? Um, no. Ross and Chains. You know, this whole verse thing, because isn't... Uh, Swiss and Timbo. Yeah, right? and then they just they ink a deal or it. sold it to somebody? They didn't sell it to anybody. No, they don't. They, uh, they've they refused to do that. They want to, but now you can do it on, you can watch it on Apple. That's if you don't have to do Instagram live, you can do Apple TV or Apple something else. Huh. iTunes. You can watch it through iTunes. And, you can watch it through YouTube. And some people want to see this stuff, like a person like you, you don't really, you don't have an IG so you could you get on YouTube or get on Apple TV. I do. I just never used it. Oh, okay. I a long time ago, years ago, but I never used it. But I used it for when the Jada one was there. Uh, didn't like I said. What did you DMX, watch it on? Oh, you watched it on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I did. I went there to verses on there. Uh, but this is something that Swiss and Timberland yeah, because they did together. this battle. They did it before they named it. Like they did a battle, like mm-hmm. you know, like I a, produ- a producer's battle, which was good, and then they. They just started expanding it. Hmm, okay. Yeah. So Ross and Jane's August 5th. All right. So you said you got a problem with what I said with Lou. Um, look, the more I thought about it, the more I was just like, if, if it's Buffalo Wild Wings and no one has, no one bats an eye, but because of the strip club and because he took a picture, don't mean he chilled. Don't mean he chilled there. I mean, he just went to pick up some wings. Those are where his favorite wings are. What did he go back for to Atlanta? What was the reason a, a to funeral, leave the thing? A funeral was somebody that meant a, funeral, a lot to him. A funeral. And see, that's the part that everybody let. That's the part that no one talked about, like why he was gone. They said family emergency people think he just lied to the Clippers and needed to hit Magic City. So I, I, if, I, you, I, if he getting his wings at Buffalo Wild Wings or Hooters or Wingstop or – Wayne's wings, whatever. Is this an issue? I'll take the suspension back maybe half, and I'll maybe not make the fine as much. Because at the end of the day, you you said, I'm going back to Atlanta because I have a family member. I have a death in the family. Right. And due to the fact of where we're at, where we're at in society, what's going on, you got to go do that. And you got to get back and you just got to be in contact with your friend. Because, first of all, it's still a risk even going to a funeral and being exposed to anybody's family. But I understand that that's somebody's death close to you. But to get back and to go back in the bubble and get back, not to not to stop off at, at Sapphire or whoever else you want to see, uh, you know, Tropicana Delight. Were there even any girls there? He tries to claim there wasn't no entertainers, but if you go look at their Facebook page, which I did in their website, it's from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Make it rain. It's business as usual in hot Atlanta. Like, come on, man. Come on. And if you got wings named after you there, how many times can you really go there anytime? I'm just telling you that I think due to the circumstances and the amount of money that the NBA has put into Orlando and trying to make this work. And the reason why there's some truth to what I'm saying is because like you alluded to it and you read it through, look how the NFL is taking it. Because even I like it's to the point where the challenge with the NFL, and again, you're dealing with athletes, and this just goes into 
No, society. are you going to apologize to Lou? No, I'm not apologizing to him because he should have just stuck home. Like, you're sitting there taking a selfie with some rapper and probably had to take a couple shots, and you are in a strip club that basically is indoors. And basically, if you go look at whether it's been the bars or gentlemen's clubs, it's probably had the most spikes in regards to why, whether the virus morphs into there, whether it's whatever, who, it, I don't know. But at the end of the day, you've got you've put other guys, and not only that, it's the leadership. Like you're a vet, like you said, he's been in the league what 15 years, oh, oh, what long double digit, double digit. You got to set it. You're in a supposedly championship contender team. That's the romance. The NFL, and, it, and look, this is going to be the challenge to all sports, and this is why it's wreaking havoc. And we've got now three or four baseball games canceled and counting because you're dealing with pros, and it goes back to society. The regular guys that are working nine to five. We are getting our ass kicked by this virus because, one, our government was way unprepared. On two, you uh, you mix being unprepared with the administration and the way it's led. You put that on top of it. That's gasoline to a fire. Right. And number three, we're just not used to being able told what to do or what we can't do. And so, therefore, you take that from the average working person and you go ahead and put that onto a multi-million dollar athlete that's used to having everything in his thing. That's like taking it on even steroids. That's like asking somebody to go compete in a 30-mile Ironman. Like, well, you can't go here go do this. But that's the challenges that all these professional commissioners and teams have because I was looking at NFL, I was looking at some of these GMs and coaches press conferences and stuff and they were talking about the rules, about well, we don't want you public transportation. If you go here, we're going to try, and like I told you yesterday, that was going to be almost impossible unless they got some tracking device we don't even know yet. But the question is like, okay, fine, they're in our building. They're in our building Tuesday to Thursday. We're in the stadium on games. But what happens when these these players go back out to their families or whatever? Like, but, there's got to be even that, Cal, Like, you can follow the rules. Like you, let's say you follow the rules. The thing about it is, like, let's say I, I have a, me a little get together with twelve people. Me, my me and my wife have ten people over, so we're under the fifteen people rule that the NFL has said you can be around. I I can't control where those ten people I invited over have been. You know no, what I mean? So it's a, it ain't even you can follow the rules and still be end up being around somebody in a safe environment and catch it. But at the end of the day, that's the, that's the, the problem end, about the, not being in the at bubble. At the end of the day, though, if you are a investment to these owners in any sport, those are sacrifices you're going to have to make for six months. You might not have to have any gatherings. It might have to be who's in this house or whatever. Hey, Rudy, this is no, big no, business. I, no, I, I feel you, but just trust me. Because nobody's, not everybody's well, going to be down with that. And those people are going to, the league, I don't know how they're going to do it, but those people are going to be rooted out and they're going to be fine. Because it, I'm telling you, before the owners put you on this COVID-19 hour list, you're going to have to damn well prove that basically you got that from contact, either going head-to-head in the, tr- the trenches, droplets got on you. They're going to be looking to see like, yo, did you get home? Did you have a block party? Did you go by Magic City? Did you go by Club Live? Where were you at? Because that's the way the NFL is setting up. Like I said, it ain't going to be easy for them to do, no, but that's you. the deal. And when I get back, I'm going to tell you why possibly what it Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online 
to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Looks like it's early, but they don't get enough. I mean, they no one really cares, but hockey could be beating everybody at this the way that they're handling it. I'm going to add, tell right. you a little stat on them before they get ready to resume here pretty soon. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spit of the One and Twos. Um, this next segment, let's see who's up here. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. Hello. Uh, Texas oh Chair Liquor. Uh, they're your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, and cigars. They have two locations, uh, Petranco across from the Walmart, and their flagship is on Petranco past 211, and they have a third location on the way, so stay tuned for that uh, information on that. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the sports grind. Um. Yes, you just heard there in the Fox updated ticker that the Marlins are going to hold their season off until uh, Monday at the earliest. Um, Yankees going to go ahead and play the Orioles, I guess, tomorrow. And again, I just I said it yesterday. I just feel like you know, baseball, like basketball, and like the WNBA was the one sport that they could have played in a bubble if they wanted to. Man, and, and, but Manfred, and, and, man, I saw Manfred's interview. He went. He the answer he gave as to why they didn't as as down as we are on Manfred, it made some sense. What did he say? That the like as far as their bubble goes, the amount of players, the amount of people, the amount of space we would have needed, it just would it just wasn't conducive to what they wanted to do. It just didn't work for the amount of people that they would have had to put in a bubble and the amount of people and the amount of space they would have needed to play. But when they first came, talked about this and was talking about resuming the season, they came out and said they were looking to two or three states regional to put these teams in and maybe even use spring training facilities. They're getting, no, I'm not letting him off the hook like that. This came down to the owners and the players were too much fighting over the big piece of chicken and the money, and the whole health and testing really became afterthought. That's just my opinion, and I just feel like the testing thing, which you alluded to, might be a little flawed to know that you had four guys that went tested positive, still played, and luckily there's no positive test on the Philly side. I don't know how that happened. But but it ran rapid through that dugout and that, and I'm still tuning in games yesterday, still see guys that are not playing in the dugout, still seeing guys waiting two or three at a plate to hoop somebody up to hit a home run. Uh, you know, still grabbing crotch spitting. 
I mean, come on, man. I mean, that that's just like, it's just one of those things, man. I, I just think that, you know, NFL is impossible because if it could, they would do it. Baseball had the opportunity, but now that, and this is not even a week, they didn't even make it a week. That's the scary thing, but hopefully it's just one isolated incident for the Marlins. They are, I mean, that's something I brought up too. I mean, they got like eight or nine teams that are playing in hotbed states and shockingly, it's the Marlins down there with Florida. That's the that's the main thing, and that's the reason why I think you got to look at the SEC. You're switching gear a little bit to college. They're dragging their heels on this decision because you got Florida Gators, you got Florida. I mean, in the ACC, you got the Florida State Seminoles. You got two guys. I mean, two guys, two two programs, universities that are in a hotbed of this mess. So it's a sticky situation, uh, but we'll see how they go improve. But back to. Um, the uh, the basketball thing real quick with Lou. I mean, it, it's just I, I I don't know. It's it's the message sent. I mean, now you hear. I mean, there. This is the game that tips off that brings the whole thing back. Lakers and Clippers. He won't. And be now there. we're hearing that. Well, he's not going to be there. And now Anthony Davis might not might not be there. What's up with your boy, man? Is it the eye? It has to be, hopefully, because he was in pretty much good health. It was the poke in the eye. I don't know if he's going to have to come back and go Kurt Ram, play homage to Kurt Rambis and play with some goggles on or whatever. But um, that's their first little hiccup bump in the road. But we'll see. And honestly, I mean, if it's really that bad, I mean, you know, where they sit in the West and these are these final eight games, I would, I'd pretty, which home court really not being anything right now. I probably wouldn't play him either. I mean, this game right here between the Clippers and L.A. will go to psyche reasons. I mean, where's the season series at so far? Do you know off the top of your well, head? Clippers, Clippers and Lakers? Sure. No, okay. No. I know Clippers has got that. Well, I know Lakers has got them once and Clippers got them once. That's all I can remember. Right. I don't know who has that edge. But, um, yeah, that's something that you have to uh, look out for there. Speaking of um, bars, though, Cal, let me ask you because I saw this. Mm-hmm. Um what do you say to the person? Because you've heard these bars want to just go rogue and open up and say, screw you, Evan. Now, what do you say to the bar owner, bartender, DJ, waitress that says the bars have been closed now, but we're still the numbers are still rising? So is it really was it really on the bars? Well, this is what I will say. And it's funny you bring up this topic, because honestly, like I said, it's it's starting to affect us personally in regards to won't say their names, yet, but right. a couple business account we have. And I was the one. And to be fair, I'm the one that thinking when it first went down, it made the logic sense to uh, have the bars closed. Because of what? Because at the end of the day, I know there's families that got to be fed. These bar owners, I mean, bars are a cash day operation for yes, bars. Yes. Okay, a daily cash operation. These people provide and support their families off of it. But at the same time, I said, look, at the other coin of that is, it is a luxury for the uh, consumer or for the person to go because at bars you basically social drink. And we're trying to social distance. But with all that said, and I just told this to uh, AC the other day, now we're getting to the point that I have to start coming a little bit to their side a little bit because at the end of the day, this seems to me that if I'm a bar, I am thinking, being I'm thinking it is a little bit personal because, I, and I told you, I haven't been a big fan of why he's handled this. I understand he's under a lot of pressure. He's not making anybody too much happy. Now you got the teachers coming down on his ass. But Abbott, I mean, you're in the seat. You got to take the heat. Um, he, you know, for him to come out and say, 
if the one mistake or the one thing I could do it all over again, I would have not opened the bars. I thought that was just throwing fire to the gasoline that you put that out there to make it was single against them. But I didn't hear any. I haven't heard anybody yeah, come I've at heard that like that. Like, well, like, hey, dude, the, num- the number is still going up and the bars are closer. I, I, was it really I, just I, the bars? I, I think it's time that you got to put them at a 50 percent. 30% capacity, you got to let them go ahead and, and operate. I, I mean, at this point, you got to start trying to put it in the open because I've talked to some people uh, that are connected with even the guy I forgot that has the board of bars down to take the one of the guys who were responsible for putting the lawsuit against Abbott that basically he thinks what he's hearing is possibly maybe uh, probably what he's projecting. Because he said there's really – and that's the other thing that's getting them pissed off. They're really not having any communication to him. It's just really like, man, go away. We'll get to you when we right. get there. So it's not any like they're getting weekly or daily updates. But from his estimation, he was thinking about probably mid-September Damn. at the earliest that they would allow them to open. Now, I, I like I think that the, some factors are going to go into that. Um, I think once you – Because you can still go to the mall. What, right. I, I, I think once you get into uh, – Close to the end of this coming up month in August and you September, everything is kind of driven around that football. I think with the football not having a delay, if they don't end up having a delay on their start, you got to almost like at that time, because he said probably the middle of September, I'm thinking probably toward the end of the next month. I think we're probably about a month at the at probably about three to four weeks out before they've got to make a move to at least let them go 50% capacity because in their defense, it does feel like they're being singled out. And if I was, I'm not in that profession, it affects us uh, from a revenue standpoint, from certain advertisers we deal with. But I, if if I was a true bar owner, I would. there's no way I wouldn't be sitting here being pissed off as well too. Whether I fall in a social type of luxury type of setting, it is that, man. I mean, because there's some other... Uh, you know, uh, and see, I don't know. Like we got a uh, Dennis Aldina checking. It says bars are closed, but Splash Town is open. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, again, I that that's one of those comparisons. I don't know if you go to because again, that's family outing, that's Splash Town. I get what you're saying, but again, bars and alcohol, it's that stigma. It's just that whole thing that you're that you're that you're social drinking. You're not. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, because to me, like, if if you think about it, on the other hand, and this is probably how these government officials think about it, I mean, or if you go to a bar, and and again, but I would tell some of these bar owners that they should have probably policed some of their own a little bit better because some of their own really messed it up for some of the bar owners that were doing it the right way. Like I said, that I won't say the name of the establishment. But the guy was on KSAT 12 doing a phone interview and they were rolling footage while they had four undercover health officials in there after calls and people are just packed. People are stepping on people's feet. People having <laughs> drinks, trying to get people, guys breathing on uh, girls' necks, trying to get their numbers there. No, it was all that. I'm like, man, that ain't nothing. So you got three and you under, you're, you're complaining. Like you're sitting there. I get it, upset and all that, but look at the way you wasn't taking it serious. You didn't put the protocol in there, and how do you do that? You know, with the bar, but it's getting to that point where they're gonna have to they're gonna have to address it because it does seem like possibly there could be something personal and they're single out. And anytime you got a lawsuit against somebody or somebody suing you, that don't help the situation either. Anyway, I mean, it could draw it out even it could drag it out even further. Seven three six nine seven six. The NFL. 
we kind of opened it up at the beginning of the show, but 10 NFL players so far as opted out of the season were up to six Patriots, some big names in Hightower, Chung, uh, you know, uh, McCourty, and they got twins on that team, remind you. So one brother does something. I don't understand why they both ain't going to be out. Uh, but McCourty's been flirting with it. That I don't know. I'm kind of iffy, unsafe, or whatever. But the question you had is if Tom Brady was still the quarterback, would they all opt out? Yeah, well, we have seven, six guys out there. That's, that's a good question. I don't know. And I would probably say if you made me to pick, I would say probably not. Because as as you could, if you have the conspiracy theory out there to think, oh, this is taken for Trevor, this is Bill Way, well, I can also sit there and say, like, is this just about – is this more about Bill? Is this about Bill the other way? Is it the fact that you don't have Tom and people looking like, look, dude, you, you know, we, we had a good run, but we're looking around like how competitive are we going to be? What did you really do in the off season, uh, to really go ahead and, 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 right. and, and improve this team? It could just be a little bit of both to say like, you know what? We're going to go ahead. If I feel uncomfortable, I'm not going to risk it, uh, for that because are we really, you know, we play here for championships. Are we really baiting? Am I going to risk it just to sit there and say we're going to give the Bills a run for the money for the AFCs? I, there could be a lot. I, that's the because honestly, besides taking it the whole tanking for Trevor, I looked at it as like, wow, this might be more of a little bit of indictment on Bill. The other way to be like, look, man, you know we know how it is around here, and I'm not sacrificing this to sit here where you haven't really showed us to the fact in this off season that you were trying to aggressively be prepared after the post Tom Brady era but we'll see when we get back uh let's talk about the top 100 because you have an interesting head scratcher take on Dak Prescott to get into okay. gotta talk Jimmy G and I have a story that is being lost in the shuffle I believe and also I want to give you an update on NHL while they might be up to something that nobody else is doing. I need to hear that. All right. Seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here uh, from the Rounders Car Club Studios. All right, before we go on and dive into this DAC thing and the the, the, the top 100 um, and all that, get a couple uh, responses on the bar on the bar thing. Okay. Um, got one from James Godson. I know James uh, personally, so I know kind of where he comes from a good place. Okay. But he said that... Um, if they're speaking of, I guess he's saying the media, if they're going to blatantly lie and say that the protests had no significant impact on rising COVID cases, but the bars are every reason why this is ridiculous. And then he sent me and he just said also not that the protesters aren't important. I just think we're being uh, conned in that aspect. And he sent me an article that Forbes released out and said research determined process not cause spike in coronavirus cases. Look, because I've had this conversation a lot over the last few weeks in regards to that. And, and and this is going to be my this is my opinion on it. I mean, 
am I going to sit there and say no way in regards to thousands of people gathering in the street in regards to protests or whatever that went by that went against CDC regulations and spread whatever. But this is my thing. And, and this is not and I know James is not going from there, but this is my thing with people that go to that car yeah. is because I look at it as a situation to where, you know, first of all, um, you know, I'm not going to say anything in regards to didn't contribute to that, but make no mistake about it. The reason why we are here and basically with this COVID is because at the end of the day, there was a certain group of people that made this virus political. Okay. Mm -hmm. And in regards to by doing that, you know, I'm a cause and effect type of guy. The cause and effect of that is because due to the fact of what people were in a streets and protesting for is a it, it, it was a movement and to bring awareness and to therefore me, I feel like that the, to goes, me I feel like the protests that, are essential that, that, that goes to As that could be man. one way to look to it but that goes to the fact of that whole take will look at the protesters becomes political because my comeback to that is look man they were protesting all over the world in the streets where where is their where is their damage uh that who's leading us in the charge on tests when they were protesting everywhere. No, the reason why we're here and it's not whether you want to play blame as the bars. No, the reason why we're here is because who we are as Americans and because this was made political against science and against, uh, it, it was never supposed to be a right, a left situation. And right. it was made by that for a certain type of people. And that's why we're getting our ass handed to us because of who we are as Americans, because how we conduct things, because we've got 50 states that govern all the different ways. No, and you can't get everybody on the same page, and that's the reason why they were protesting all over the world. And we are the worst country that has handled this the worst with the most resources more than anybody. That's the way I feel on that. That's, that's the way I feel I on that. I think uh, you, you hit the nail on the head with that. Now, speaking of uh, the sports aspect, NHL hockey. Yeah, well, so what, why do you feel like, what are they doing? NBA hasn't had a negative test in weeks. Okay. So what are they doing better than my dogs? Look, I'm just telling you, what? no one really cares about hockey, but they're going to resume, and their season was stopped almost at the same time that the NBA was, and they got playoffs in the rising. All I'm telling you is that they started testing. They've ran, I think, roughly 4,000. It's like 4,150 tests since the beginning of July. How many? Like 4,150 okay, ballpark okay. around there yeah, since yeah, yeah, the beginning yeah. of July. Okay. And they have yet to have one zero positive test. Now, they're going to be kind of in a bubble too, but I think from what I've no, read. No, they're in a bubble in right. Canada. So basically what they did and what I don't have in front of you, but I think they went one even further is what they laid. They didn't wait till the season was going to start. They started behind the scenes laying out kind of stricter laws, stricter rules with their NHL players and Canada, Montreal, all this stuff about what you're going to do up until now. But they constantly ran tests every day. They ran up to 4,100. They've yet to get a positive one. Now, that doesn't mean once they resume and they get in this bubble, but I think hockey, and I don't know that they, they might, because it, it's all about really controlling it and can you go into that bubble without zero at that point if you're going to be a closed-off bubble in, the, in that in that uh, sense. But Hockey looks Hockey like they're getting ready. Did you say zero? Zero out of uh, forty-one over forty-one hundred tests awesome. given against at the that's beginning awesome. of July. That's awesome. And uh, if, well, we could all you know, be in a bubble and get the tests as much as we needed. Yeah. 
Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Now you can sit there and say, "Well, you look." I mean, but in Canada, know. I feel them like keep going on. Like, yo, Canada's numbers are so low. Like, I, they, there's no reason for them not to get in a bubble and play. Seven three six nine seven six. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports grind here on Ticket Seven Sixty? What's up, Mike? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, I want to ask you guys a question about um, Greg Popovich, NBA, and all, and, and NFL's involved in this. Because uh, I've been talking to a lot of people, man, the last couple of days and weeks, and they're really turned off with this, um, with these uh, NBA players. You know, they're saying that they're going to have uh, social, you know, justice things on their jerseys, Black Lives Matters and other right, things. Right, right, right. And a lot of people are saying that they're not going to tune in to these sports, to, to basketball, and they don't like the way Joe, Greg Popovich is speaking about these certain issues. And uh, I, I believe that the NBA and the NFL, you know, the NFL is talking about they're going to have Black Lives Matters in the end zone. There are a lot of people out there that doesn't that don't want to see these type of things. And I think the NFL is going to end up costing themselves a lot of money in the long run. And I'd like to hear what you guys have to say about that. I, right, I, I want to tell you, who was that? Mike. Mike, those people are all lying. That's what I feel too. 95% of those people are lying. 95% of those people want to be heard. And especially when it comes to NFL, NBA, like NBA, either you're already a fan or you're not anyways. Like, I think the people that are like, I ain't watching NBA. I don't think you watch anyway. But for the people that are diehard NFL fans and there's Black Lives Matters in the end zone and you're a diehard Steeler fan or you're a diehard, you ain't, you watching. And you just, you just going, you, it's just like the, it's just like the, 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 the fat, the fat vegetarian. When you're when you're around everybody, when you're around everybody, you're a vegetarian. When you're at home, you're stuffing your face and you're never losing weight. So uh, you, it's a bunch of people huffing and puffing, but ain't doing no blowing nobody's house down. Those people are still going to be tuned in. But, and in the time that the the numbers for Kaepernick were down, yeah, was that was an election year. Okay, that everybody was tuning in because we were like, dude, is this reality show star really about to win? So everybody's attention was elsewhere. They didn't just boycott the NFL because of Kaepernick. So in my humble opinion, Mike, I think they're full of crap. No, I'll I'll back you on that because you kind of beat me to the punch. But I was going to say we went through this topic before through the cap to the height of the kneeling for over four years ago. And after that, they set record numbers in Super Bowls and basically some type of single game. So the numbers are there. The TV numbers there. I remember uh, having that conversation with Salami on the show that that was one of the things. So, no, I, I don't. I don't believe just because about 8 or 10, 15 people, you come down your timeline, Mike, that said, I'm not watching this. I'm done with it. They'll be there, and they'll be putting their fantasy football lineups in and their plays in with the local bookies. It's as simple as that. I mean, the NFL, they, they own a day with God. I mean, that's just the way it is. And at the end of the day, come Sunday, yeah, do the first five minutes. Maybe they'll delay it. They show the anthem. They'll use that to load up on some beer, get the chips, and be like, honey, is the anthem over yet? Okay. And they'll come in that way. Stop it, man. It's the NFL. Like I said, they they they, they fight. The only thing that's going to uh, run this or lower numbers might be just because the fact of having to stop this thing because of COVID or whatever. That's that's just yeah. re- that's just that's just regardless. They'll still outrate all the sports Absolutely. in regards to TV ratings once they Absolutely. get started. 
736-976. we get back, we'll take a look at the uh, top 100 list so far through some of the players and what their peers think. We'll be back. Here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Dr. Fex. Keep in mind, only $200 to $250 for six months of protection. They'll spray your vehicles, boats, jets, and skis. And the big thing is, it's six months of protection. The virus isn't going anywhere. There's always going to be something you need to clean and disinfect. So let the professionals do it. And this month, if you book them, you'll receive one vehicle for free. Give them a call. Their number is 1-888-509-5589. Again, that is 1-888-509-5589. Nine five five eight nine. That is Doctor Fex, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So before we go back to the phones, um, the the, the hundred players list. Yeah, where Dak, we at? Where you we had going? some thoughts on that. Yeah, Dak came in at forty six, and again, you know, it's a list of your peers, and Mark Cooper came in forty nine. Although he's the second highest paid receiver in the league. We'll get to him. But it's just weird to me. Not weird to me. It's just like kind of eye-opening. Like, well, you know, this is this is, this is is the lens that Jerry and Steven see him through as well. Like a middle-of-the-road player. Because when you, like with these lists, the one thing about these lists is when you, when you get down to the top 20, it's like because you that dude. Like, yes, 100 through 20, it's gonna be like ah, it's kind of it's kind of like what? Are you sure? I don't know. Well, maybe. But when it's the top twenty, it's like yo, these are the guys. These are the guys, and there's gonna be good. There's gonna be quarterbacks in that top twenty because there. It's just like there's no if ands or buts about it. Those are the guys. So when you see a Dak way back at forty six, you kind of say yeah, thirty one million. That's about right. That's about right. Like, I offered him a deal. That's about right. And I'm just saying, I just feel like that's the lens that Jerry and Steven are, they're looking through the same lens as his peers are looking at him through. No. Nice try. I kind of see what what you're saying, Rudy. Because first of all, over the last few years, Salami, you, y'all, y'all looked at this list and said this is getting a little bit ridiculous. Some of and it, it starts is. with Some the of it is. I told you yesterday when we brought this up, this is becoming a lot of a popularity contest. That's for one. Number two, um, I mean, for example, what I think I'm hearing, I don't know if I confirm yet. I think um, Carson Wentz was left off of this list. Okay, I don't know. I, 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 I don't I've know heard. how that's true because I, I haven't even seen fifty through well, number one. Well, the rumor has it that he's left off this list. I don't know if that's going to be, but again, that's not no can, way. But no way. Uh, well, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Dak was left off the list altogether last year. Dak didn't make the top one hundred last year. You sure? No, he didn't. That was we talked about that. He didn't make the. He didn't make. He was wow. left off the list. Okay, go ahead. Um, 
So Somebody he, correct me if I'm wrong, but I if I if so I recall, th- so he jumped what 54 spots because wow. he was left off this year. I'm hearing Carson Wentz not going to make it. It's one of those, and like you said here in the docker, you think that they finally got where did they have JJ Watt and where somewhere in the 40s because for a while JJ wasn't playing, he'd still be top 10. Right. So it's been. I'm some glad suspect. JJ's not living off his name anymore. I love JJ Watt. I love what he's done for the city of Houston. True ambassador, true philanthropist. But J.J. Watt's been getting a pass on his name. He can't even stay on the field anymore. But go ahead. Uh, Dak Prescott deserved a commitment to the Dallas Cowboys two years ago. And, and they, they made the one. mistake by waiting. It should have never got to this point. And they shouldn't. They Technically, they wouldn't even been breathing around the $40 million market. They would have came to Dak Prescott two years ago to sit there and say, hey, you're your guy. We believe in you. We're going to give you a little bit more than Jimmy or we'll match Jimmy's contract. Right. And Dak, I believe Dak and his agent would have took it then. They allowed Dak and his agent to sit there and say, hmm, Carson got that. Okay. Hmm. Golf got that. Okay. Hmm. That's going to go on that way with Mo. And then it said, well, why not do this? Let's go ahead and do a three-year deal instead of four. Let's ask for four instead of five. Dallas and Steven and Jerry let them get to the point of where they are with Dak, and he's still got the leverage. And he's got, and I believe he's going to continue to have leverage because it's going to come down to a situation to where he's going to uh, – I think he's still going to perform well uh, the best way he can. And it's going to come down to if he leads this team where they wants to go – it could be because of the Mari Cooper where you say, where is he ran? Where did he come into his peers? 49. Okay. Now, see, and that's what I'm saying. Like the guys that's, the guys that are on the highest paid receiver list, your Julio, your Michael Thomas, your DeAndre Hopkins, your Tyreek Hills, those guys are going to be top 20. That's what I'm saying. Like, like how are you? the second highest paid receiver, but your peers see you barely making the top 50. That tells me something is off with his deal because the other guys that are up there, they're going to be top 20. Julio Jones going to be top 10. Michael Thomas is going to be top 10. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be 10, 15, 20, somewhere in there. You're saying that's off about Amari's deal. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I think besides even the list, I think just due to the fact that they could have maybe took in consideration how Amari performed last year, whether that was injury, because you got some Dallas fans say, hey, man, he wasn't all the way healthy. Okay, well, maybe that is, but I've seen health cause players money. I mean, that's the part of the NFL. They want to see if you can stay healthy. Um, I just think bringing back full circle to Dak, I think what's going to end up happening because of those Amari contracts, because of Demarcus Lawrence, which he decided he's not going to, I think he's supposed to show up to camp. He hadn't taken his opt-out option yet. Mm. Due to all these contracts, even the discount Jalen Smith, if Dak goes out there and wins, like because that's what I tell Cowboys, be careful what you want, what you wish for, what you ask. Let him go out there and perform it again. If he performs again, leads us that, then we'll go ahead and pay the money. Okay, well, no. The question is, when he does that and leads y'all up, y'all more? won't be able to possibly afford him. Whether mm. it, that's what it will be. Because if Dak, whether he got to the NFC Championship, whatever, the way quarterbacks prior to this, if Dak... If if Dallas wouldn't have been able to tag him or knew that they could use a tag, Dallas, Dak Prescott is a $200 million quarterback on the open market, minimum. That's where my league's at. He's 200, where his age wow. or what, he's a $200 million Hell quarterback. No, he would have got it. Yeah, he would have. Yes, he would have. He would have got it. And what's going to happen is if Dallas fans will go and prove it again, if he leads you to the NFC Championship and you go to the Super Bowl in Tampa or whatever, you might not be able to afford him. 
Because at that time, Dak and his agent, they, you think they playing hardball now, they're going to say, kiss my ass, man. I want this, and now maybe I want to go where I might want to go back. Maybe I want to go on the West Coast. Maybe I want to go ahead and play in that new stadium that the Raiders just built. Maybe I want to go out and play it in Vegas. And that would be the best case. If somebody hates Cowboys, I would love to come in here every day after that scenario play out. Be like, get in the quarterback portal. See how long we'll wait on you when you find one. Go ahead and get in there. Go ahead and get your middle veteran, middle, you know, your middle veteran there. Let Andy Dalton sit there, hang on a couple years, make some visits to TCU campus. Love be at home while y'all just sit there and waste the talent of Jalen Smith and everybody else. You know, nah, man, number 50, 60 on the list or whatever. They got paid. Carson got paid and he ain't even on that list. He ain't even on that list. 736-9760. 736-9760. We get back. We'll get to Louis' phone call. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Back on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, if you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation, they're always hiring. They do a lot. They're a great company to work for, and they do a lot of stuff in the community as well. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so before we get to uh, Louis Funk, phone call a couple of the things that um yeah one of the stories that i believe that's being lost in the shuffle because of everything else is going on and league starting to restart and all that and it goes in the nfl and that's the alex smith story i brought yes. it up a few weeks ago Did we applaud him uh, for coming back yeah i think this is a remarkable story whether he ever touches the football field again just to get back i mean this is a guy that was doing rehab in our backyard at 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 Bamsey. uh at Bamsey with with uh where they send war uh war vets that that have basically had limbs blown off by mines and and war wounds this guy's had to uh probably suffer one of the most grotesque injuries out there a rehab that I haven't seen before just to get back to where you have the new coach and Ron Rivera saying hey if he's clear to play He's in the quarterback mix. He's on the pup list right now. He is. And then I think his doctors have cleared to play. But no, he's clear but, for football contact. Yeah. So Which is like crazy. I applaud Alex, man. He yeah. could have easily hung it up. Yeah, I mean that's and I think honestly, in my opinion, uh don't know Alex, don't have any inside information, but I think Alex did it more really with just for himself and yes. not really within tune to that. Maybe I'm pretty sure with an op, you go through that. I'm pretty sure if a team gives you an opportunity or your current team, Washington gives you an opportunity, uh, you would go ahead and, and, and take that. But I think Alex road and commitment to even getting back was just to prove to himself that, Hey, I could get cleared. I could be on a roster. And if it never steps again, cause there's not too many quarterbacks, especially at the time where Alex was in his career, had made some decent money, had got a good chunk of change guarantee from Washington. Would it either just, it was just about, am I going to be able to walk again to play with my kids? So, uh, that's kind of where that, that, that in on, but I think that's definitely deserves more run that he actually was able to make it back, uh, than Kyle is getting. But I understand it because we've got everything else going on. 
uh, from uh, COVID and everything else. Let's go to the phones here real quick before we get out of here. Let's go to Louie. Louie on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Louie? Hey, what's up, Kevin? We're just taking the call real quick. Um, so uh, I just kind of wanted to follow up on the, the last caller that called about, you know, um, if uh, it will affect the, the games coming up in the NFL. Um, I think as, I, mean, I'm, I consider myself a diehard fan, and all I want to do is watch football, right? But so you, the NFL has to tread easy because, um, I mean, we this is what we've been seeing Monday through Fridays, you know, just all this political stuff. So come Sunday, that's all. You just want to watch the game. Um, I, I I agree that they need to do something, and it's pretty cool how they're allowing players to, to display certain things. But, I mean, with college football only being out, or being able to watch so much of it, I mean, we just want to watch the game. So they just need to kind of tread easy because it, it is getting to the point where you just want to watch the game. So um, I just want to put that out there, man. Um, I hope you guys are being safe, and uh, I'll take y'all's uh, comments off air. Okay. I appreciate the phone call, Louie. Um. Well, kind of what does Louis say? Just watch the game in regards to. I mean, Louis says he's cool with it, but he maybe well, said maybe I mean, temper but that's, it back. But 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 also what he's what Louis and not saying he says that, but what those people that he speaks about understand. This was part of the contingents and the agreements of them coming back to play anyway, to allow them to do this, to allow them to you know take their stance of what they want to say, and that that's a lot. That's a big part of it. That was right. a big part of them wanting to come back. So. Um, if you can't stomach it for a while, you might not have been without without it in general. Uh, but again, it's it's not the normal that we're dealing with to the times that we're living in in general. And your sports that you're tuning in is not going to be uh, normal when you watch them, for the exception what do you mean, of cars because of uh, the fans. The, and just every- the no fans, the 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 COVID situation, cardboard boxes for fans in the stands. Uh, yeah, I heard barking on with uh, Colin. And he said what, what our say? caller Mike said that if, if if the pro athletes keep beating the fans over the head that have lost their jobs, he feels like the fans are going to tune out as well. With with, with the social injustice, yeah. I, you like I agree with you said. Maybe you might look at the NBA thing, not the NFL. I don't I don't get it. Right. I I don't agree with that because I, I don't really agree with that, man. I don't. I don't, because at the end of the day, we've seen what it was like without sports for four months, and people are hungry to get it back, and they can stomach that in general. So I disagree with that. But anyway, all right, man, that's a wrap for the day. Special thanks to producer show, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Myself, Calvin. Sam's for the one and two. San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for the snooze button for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. about mcdonald's all day can't get it off my mind i can already taste it Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some mickey d's deal there's a deal for every moment at mcdonald's right now get two of your favorites for just 350 mix and match a classic mcchicken a hot and spicy mcchicken or a juicy mcdouble price and participation may vary cannot be combined with combo meal single item at regular price 